we wear the mask. For these past four months, all of us have been wearing masks, either by state mandate or by suggestions from public authorities. I remember when I first had to start wearing the mask, uh, we live only about uh, three miles from the church, and so when I go shopping at Safeway or the CVS or do anything around the neighborhood, we are easily recognized and some things that may take 15 minutes to do going to the store might take an hour. Uh, when we go to the store, we'll have to pray with someone, uh, testify to someone. I thank the Lord. Souls have gotten saved. Uh, ministries have been started. Conversations to encourage someone. Uh, but it has, over a while, can take a toll because, uh, again, you're thinking you can just run out for 15 minutes and it takes an hour. And so when the mask became mandated, I said, wow, I can possibly wear the mask and not be recognized. <laughs> so the first time I went to Safeway with the, with the mask on, I said, ah, now no one will know who I am. But as I got halfway down an aisle, hey, Pastor Browning. And then another aisle, Reverend Browning, can you pray for me? And saw someone else, ah, Pastor Browning, I, I grew up at Ebenezer and had another 10 minute talk. And so what I thought was going to hide me, <laughs> really did not because as you can identify as well there's some people who even with the mask on are still easily identifiable uh, so that's what the word mask also means it, it it's hiding uh, when we use the word when we mask something we're trying to hide something we're trying to uh, not be known to be hidden and uh, for 400 years America has worn a mask for 400 years, we have promoted ourselves, America has, as the land of the free and the home of the brave, where life, liberty, and this pursuit of happiness is available for everyone. It's worn the mask that it's a place of equal opportunity. It's, it's worn the mask that everyone has an opportunity to move up the ladder. Uh, but since this pandemic has started, the mask has been torn off. We, as African Americans, have known for centuries about police brutality. But now with cameras on cell phones, the world has a chance to see what we've always known, uh, that America was wearing the mask, but now the mask has been torn off. We've been able to see the systematic injustices that have gone on in America, and we're finally having some conversations as to how it can be changed because the mask on America has been torn off. But even though it's being torn off, uh, uh, I thank the Lord that uh, Toni Morrison one time said that America is the melting pot, but the problem is that African Americans have been the pot. We have been the pot by which everything else has been able to melt into, but we have not. So it was not the genius of capitalism that has caused America to be so wealthy and great. It's because we were the pot. And anytime you have a people that can work for 200 years and not get a dime in return, those who benefit from that work will become rich. We forget that slavery brought profits of 1,000%. Can you imagine investing $1 and getting $1,000? 
Can you imagine investing $10 and getting $10,000? Can you imagine investing $1,000 and getting a million dollars? That was the extent of how much money America made from us being the pot in this melting pot. Well, things are beginning to change and now America's looking at the melting pot, the actual pot, and it's wondering how it got so burnt, how it got so discolored, how it seems to be so used. And they're asking the pot how it can be restored. Well, a pot is never used in and of itself. Someone has to use the pot to get what it wants from the pot. The pot never benefits from what's inside of it. So the question is not to us, the pot, the question is to those who use the pot. And we're no longer asking how can we can be restored. No, we want to be put now into the melting. And unless America can figure out a way how the pot can still hold the melting, then the systematic racism that we've faced for 400 years will continue to be. But until that time, America will probably continue to wear the mask until the change comes. But not only has America worn the mask, as Maya Angelou shared in her poem, Old Black Men, we as African Americans have had to wear the mask. We wore the mask so that the race could advance. It, it was a case of, uh, I majored in African American history at Hampton, and most of us really don't know how demonic slavery was. Most of us don't know how pornographic slavery was. Most of us don't know how detrimental slavery was. And I was blessed to know my great-grandmother. She lived until I was about eight or nine years of age. And so I grew up with stories hearing about her parents who were slaves. And because our foremothers and forefathers loved us, they protected us from how terrible those stories were. So they wore a mask so that we would not hate the ones who oppressed them. Yep. But sadly, in their protecting us, yep. we internalized in many instances what was done to us, and in many ways it was turned out to be hating ourselves and hating those who looked like us and protecting those who had oppressed us. And so here it is now today. We find ourselves having to wear the mask. We've been wearing the mask to protect our children from all the terrible things and injustices that have come upon us. We've worn the mask to keep sure that we are not looked at in a way by which we could not be detrimental to our advance. But the reality is, as we've worn the mask as African American people, the hurt and the pain has oftentimes come back on us. But I thank God that we are now ripping off the mask. Yes. We're telling corporate America, we're, we're no longer going to shuffle when you say shuffle. Amen. Ooh, basketball and sports players are saying, we are not going to shut up and dribble. Amen. We're finding that in our communities, we're rising up and saying, we are no longer going to laugh and grin and itch when nothing's scratching and laugh when nothing's funny. We are no longer going to wear the mask. And we as African Americans are tearing off the mask so that yes. our true identity and true self can come forward. I thank the Lord that we as a people are tearing off the mask yes. and allowing us to be who we are really called to be. 
But last but not least, there's someone here today watching who is having to wear the mask. You are wearing the mask because in the midst of this pandemic, you are not sure what the future is going to hold. And deep inside, there is a fear. But because of the position you hold in your family, you cannot let that fear be known to others. So you have to wear a mask of assurance. You have to wear the mask that everything's going to be all right. But the reality is you're really not sure. There's a story that Nelson Mandela was one time flying on a plane and the plane hit real bad turbulence. And uh, he saw that everyone was looking to get his reaction, even the stewardesses, as, as the plane was really in a very precarious situation. And so he acted calm. He, he acted like everything was going to be all right. And once the plane was safely landed, they asked them, how were you able to remain so calm and cool and collected in the midst of what everyone else was so fearful about? And he said, I was just as fearful as everyone else. But I knew everybody else was looking at me, so I had to look one way, even though I felt another way. Come on. There's someone watching today where you've had to wear the mask for the benefit of others. Yeah. You, there's anxiety in you today, but you've had to wear the mask so that others would not feel the pain, the concern, the anxiety yeah. that you are feeling. Right. There are other persons who are having to wear the mask because of the coronavirus. Yeah. It, it, it's an unseen uh, enemy. You, you, you can touch it. You, you, you can get it in ways that you can't figure out. And, and as you look at the world, mayors are getting it. Governors are getting it. Presidents are getting it. Prime ministers are getting it. Billionaires are getting it. So it, it is no respecter. And so there is a concern in having to hide the fact that we are not as concerned as we really are. We're wearing the mask. And what's going to happen when this pandemic is over? Uh, how is the economy going to move? Are, are you going to be downsized? Are you going to have a job? What will your finances be? What will your savings be like? We're, we're, we're wearing a mask. Persons are having to deal with difficult, challenging uh, marital situations right now. Children not one, knowing what school is going to take place. We're oftentimes wearing the mask and we are not conveying the real concern that we really have. So America's wearing a mask. African Americans are wearing a mask. We as individuals are wearing a mask. But I have good news for you today. That the Holy Spirit uh, through the word of God in 2 Corinthians the third chapter lets us know as we have to wear these masks, God is still working through. Amen. For our text goes back to Exodus. Really the 20th chapter where God gives Moses the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. And it's really not just Ten Commandments, but the children of Israel are coming out of bondage. So they have to have every area of their lives now explained in light of what God is getting ready to do. So from chapter 20 to chapter 31, it's all about what God is doing and having the Israelites do in terms of uh, identifying with him and being a part of him in this new life. And so as they're going through this, Moses has to spend time with God. Matter of fact, he was in the presence of God so much he had to actually hide behind a rock as God's presence went by him. And so when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, the glory of the Lord was so powerful upon him, he had to wear a veil. He had to wear a mask so that the power would not overtake the people so they would not be too fearful. And after Moses had explained the Ten Commandments to the people, he would be in his tent door and the glory of the Lord would continue to be upon him. 
But then God told him to go up into the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights after the Ten Commandments and all the rules and regulations were given to the Israelites. And down on the base of the mountain, Aaron was leading the people of Israel to do some of the most sinful things that are ever described in the Bible. And so after the 40 days, Moses comes down from the mountain and sees the sin of the people and he's angry and he knows the wrath of God shall fall upon them. So he asked God, to hold off his wrath and God told Moses to go back up to Mount Sinai and write the commandments of God this time himself and he will be God will be in Moses' presence so Moses is writing uh, all the commandments once again and, and as he does that the glory of the Lord the anointing of the Lord the power of the Lord comes upon Moses and so when he comes back and gives the people all the instructions he puts on a veil so that the glory of the Lord will not overtake and over the people of Israel. And so with this, the Bible then goes to 2 Corinthians, the third chapter, and it lets us know even though that glory was upon Moses in the Old Testament, it only came on a few. And also in the Old Testament, it did not last forever. So Moses had the glory, but God also had to wear the veil so that the people would not see the glory fading. Because he could not stay in God's presence all the time. Because at that time you only could stay in God's presence in the physical. And so as he spent time away from God, and the glory, uh, the anointing began to fade from him. And so God had to come up with a better way. And I'm so glad that I come before you on this second Sunday of July in 2020 to let Somebody know there is a better way. Yes, yes, we do still have to wear a mask, but the Bible says when you take off the veil, when you take off the mask, that whenever you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the veil is taken away. And what we have now is greater than what Moses had because we can be in God's presence. I don't know about you, but in times like these, we need to be in God's presence. I want to extend to you the idea that God has given the world a kind of a Sabbath. A respite, so to speak. Most of us, our day-to-day -day activities have changed. And we have more time than we used to have. And some of us have not used that extra time to get closer to God. But if you ever need to get closer to God, now's the time. If you ever need to pray more, now is the time. If you ever need to read the Word of God more, now is the time. If you ever need to fast more, now is the time. This is a Sabbath time where we're able to get closer to God and things that keep us from God if we are intentional enough, we can, so Moses was in God's presence. We need to make sure we're in God's presence. But unlike Moses, when we're in God's presence now, the Holy Spirit is not going to ever fade from us. We have external and eternal access to the power of the Holy Ghost. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but the Bible says, call him up and tell him what you want. If you need more power, call him up. If you need help, call him up. If you need a healing, call him up. Because your access to him is now from everlasting to everlasting. And you don't have to get yourself right. Uh, Elder Cage saying in the beginning, just as I am without 
one plea. You can come to the Lord just as you are. If you could get yourself right, you wouldn't need a Savior. If you were sinless, you wouldn't need a Savior. But if you're like me, you need somebody wiser, stronger, and better than you are. That's why we can call upon the name of the Lord. And when the mask is taken off, the power of the Lord comes upon us. Well, somebody might ask, Reverend, Pastor, how did this power, how did this mask get taken off? Well, it didn't come easy. They took my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They beat him. They bruised him. They brutalized him. They hung him high, stretched him wide, put him on a cross, and there he died. But early Easter Sunday morning, he got up with our power in his hands. But that's not how the story ends. Fifty days later, he went to Pentecost and gave us Holy Ghost power, power to do right, power to love right, power to be right. And somebody today can call upon that power. And when that power comes, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and your mind can't comprehend what God is getting ready to do. And I don't know about you, but for me, it was about 45, 50 years ago, the mask came off. The power of the Holy Spirit came in my life. And I thank God. I'm not all I ought to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be. And I'm in this way. Yes, when I went to Safeway, I was able to hide behind a mask. But the Lord said, no, I'm not I'm not sending you to Safeway to hide behind a mask. I want you when this pandemic is off to know that this mask needs to come off. I sent you to those stores not to buy food, not to buy groceries, not to buy milk, not to buy... But I sent you there because somebody there was going to need to know that Jesus can still save. I sent you there because somebody needed to know that Jesus can still heal. I sent you there because somebody was going to need to up into you and know that the glory that I had given you was going to be able to empower them to know through prayer that God can make a way somehow. So God was sharing and revealing to me don't you ever wear a mask when I send you out. You're not just called to preach in a church but God has sent you to the uttermost parts of the world. Yes your life will be changed. Your life will be different. You're not going to have the convenience to just go to a store run there and come back. But I'm going to send you there because God's going to need somebody there to know the power that God has put in you so it can be manifest in somebody else. So now I'm free. I'm free because I'm happy. I'm free because I know now that wherever I go, God is going to be with me. But it's not just for me, myself, and I. But God has given me the power to rip off the mask to help others rip off the mask as well. And the Bible says when God does that, he gives you freedom. For whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. Glory hallelujah. Glory hallelujah. Glory hallelujah. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God I'm free at last because the mask has been torn off. 